Okay, so I can totally fund the TFC compound and we have the space in our lot to just build like, you know, a mother-in-law suite in the backyard with for Seth to move in. Yeah, my sex shack. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> we can share um, everything but the sex shack. We'll share pets. to come to sex shack. <laughs> We'll share the fire pit. It'll be like <laughs> it'll be like an old like poodle farm. Yes! Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, girl. I'll be like, when I meet at the fire pit in ten. It's like, yes, girl. Coming soon. TFC poodle merch. Yes, because like Jamal, like Jamal, you can be my sugar daddy, but like I'm definitely not doing anything to earn it. So no, that's okay. <laughs> Respect. No, you'll you'll be the one who doesn't have to work for it. Yes, girl, you get to, I'll pay you back in um, my amazing personality and fun times that are not sexual. <laughs> you, you do the podcast, so that's enough. Yes, girl, I could be the, <laughs> um, the permanent editor for like the 80 seasons that happen at one time. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners are like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm editing all the countries. <laughs> Our feet are saying Germany. I don't know. Hello. <laughs> Guten Morgen, Germany. <laughs> Konnichiwa, Japan. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hi, Blackpink. Hi, girl. Hello, Helsinki. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yes, Helsinki. Yes, girl. Oh, did you see we charted in Cyprus? What? In, on Apple Podcasts? That... I know that little island. What? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Let me yeah, get. Yeah, we were in the top 100. Oh my gosh! Holy As shit. I speak, I'm looking at my um, freshly stocked sunscreen from Black Girl Sunscreen. So maybe I can use Ooh. it in Cyprus. Yeah, you could, girl. We could all use it. We're gonna bring peace to the Middle East, honey. <laughs> hey. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I guess um now what happens? Stony, well, what happens now? Well, now we just start the podcast. <laughs> we just do the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Wait, but in the 20 minutes we didn't talk about what we were supposed to be talking about on the podcast, I guess. Oh, is that what we were supposed to be doing? Oh, yeah. well, I thought we already Shit. knew. It's just like another episode <laughs> where Candy Muse stays, so we should probably just jump into what we saw last <laughs> on Drag Race. Yeah, I don't know, girl. I just wasn't sure how to transition out of this. Um, so, listeners, you're getting a peek behind the curtain. So we had a team meeting just about, you know, things that's none of your business with respect. But <laughs> Peace and love, not your business. We're trying to be more organized for you, but we forgot to talk about how to start the show, which we always talk about. So now we're just winging it. Normally, I just yell a lot. <laughs> Isn't that how we yeah. start? Do you want me to start yelling? Or yeah. the technology I mean, breaks usually down. you just start talking and then I insert like a witty comment now and then. Oh my God. Half, the time, Stony... on my, half the time on, on my phone anyway, so. Stoney <laughs> is literally sitting here waiting for you to start the show. Like Stoney will just start the show whenever you want, Seth. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's try that. I'll, um, I'll start screaming. Hey, everybody. <laughs> and thanks for coming. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hi, Jamal's here. Hi, it's Stony. I'm also obsessed with Jamal. Woo! <laughs> yes, welcome back to another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast that there ever was. We are, of course, back back again to bring you all the tea and fun times and tomfoolery that there is in RuPaul's Drag Race. 
ladies, gents, everyone else, transgender, non-binary queens in between. We are almost at the fucking end. Tap yourself on the back if you're still here. (laughs) Yes, we did it, everybody. We're here. We are tired, but hey, it's another episode of Drag Race. I did have fun. Just happy to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I know. Unfortunately, Prince Philip couldn't join us, (laughs) but... Is that too soon? I don't know. Sorry, UK. Ah! UK, hon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you guys listen to the Frock Destroyers version of UK, hon with Lawrence Cheney? Of course. We yes. would not have a podcast if we didn't. I thought it sucked. <laughs> what? Well, no, it didn't suck. I just, I prefer the original version of UK, hon. So I didn't need to hear the B cut from the frock Ooh, destroyers. The cut. Oh God, the Bimini fans, y'all. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought it was cute. You know, I like that the Queens collaborated. I was looking forward to like maybe a fresh verse. I feel like this is something that they had planned with whoever the winner was. They were gonna do a collab like this on whatever their song was so they don't steal their moment. So I was expecting something maybe fresh and new from Lawrence. It was nice to hear from the Frock Destroyers, always. But I do prefer the first cut. I did think this was cute. It's downloaded. I listened to it twice today. Yes, girl. What else is going on? Oh, you know what else is exciting? Is that out of the COVID pandemic, they're able to use the vaccination to help cure hiv so there'll be a vaccine for hiv now in a couple years wow i i I heard something about that i did not know this that's really exciting and i almost cried a little bit i got very emotional because it's been such a struggle in the lgbt community um, with aids especially you know we're i don't know older are we older and we're not the older generation of gays but we're like young we're old enough to know like what happened back then yes we were we were were children of the 80s well let me say we were born in the 80s children of the 90s yes and we were kind of at the spot where i have plenty of older gay male friends that i've kind of talked to about this subject specifically not the shot but just hiv and aids and a lot of a lot of the queens might feel like away because we're able to live the way we are now. And others are just like, wow, this is just like amazing that we can have this technology now. Understandably. So, I mean, I couldn't even imagine living through that back then. And I'm sure I would feel some kind of way too. If I just saw someone maybe not making the best choices, but it's also not my business. White twinks. (laughs) 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 But you know, it is an emotional moment. I had no idea about this. I tend to not be online near the weekend. I like to kind of log off on the weekend, and that's huge news. Yeah, no. It, yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. Like, for us, like, it is kind of weird because we were children of the 90s, but I will say I did go back. Like, I've been watching, like, old real-world seasons, and yes. I just started San Francisco with Pedro. Ooh, Pedro. So, like, it's just crazy, like to think back then like basically all these gay people were dying and like the government was like fuck you we don't care they're over there we're over here safe or so we think because our closeted husbands are you know fucking around too or sharing needles with drug addicts but then you realize like oh wow we did the same fucking thing with covid (laughs) oh shit (laughs) 
Yeah. Leave it to Stoney to bring it right on back. Except I do think it was worse, like, obviously, because of, like, with gay people, they're just like, who cares about them? So Right. right. There's no information. There A lot of information came out about COVID, and, and we knew how to be safe and, and that sort of thing. But with HIV pandemic, you know, um, or epidemic, maybe that's the better word. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, with that, I mean, there's not a lot of information going around. People couldn't even be educated to know like what was causing this whole thing. They didn't even know that it was an, a problem right. until it was too late, until it was too spread to too many people. And it was just, I don't know, just, I mean, I watched It's a Sin, and it was just so scary to see, like how it affects like the people back then and um and that was in in uk but i mean i'm sure it was you know similar if not worse in america for sure i um i don't i try not to take anything for granted like we're all very privileged in our own way to even be here and to be able to talk about this and to have healthy and you know safe lives as they are now so yeah it's a lot yeah it's it's a good feeling but it's a lot yeah because i definitely remember like um even though i was not like alive during well i mean i wasn't like i was born in the middle of this epidemic but i was still old enough to like remember hearing about like azt and like all the different developments with hiv research and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so you know just to know that there is like a vaccine on the around the corner is just like i don't know just makes me like really emotional because I am just, it's just been too long to, we had to have a freaking pandemic to be able to, (laughs) to have this. It's just, I don't know. It's crazy, right? Like it's wild. Like it took all of us being forced to stay inside for so many issues and also I guess restored hope to be kind of developed. It took all of us having to sit still and deal with shit to, face realities and truths and find a way to make other things better yeah and like definitely i mean i'm not like an expert on any of this just from what i've read it seems like the new like thing is is it called mrna vaccines or something it's like a new type of vaccine i guess and that's what the covid ones are but i guess they're using that same technology or however they make those they're using that to basically make the hiv vaccine oh yeah, it was based off the Moderna vaccine is what I read. Okay, okay yeah. Nice. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Really cool news for for us and our little culture here. So I just wanted to talk about it. That's really cool. Thanks for sharing. I had no idea. I'm so happy you shared with me and the listeners. Yes, girl. Does anybody have anything they want to talk about or tell the kids before we get into the show? I went to an open house today. It was so fun. I've Do you have finger sandwiches? <laughs> no, it's COVID. No snacks allowed. You can um, take flyers, though, and write down your name and phone number if you want to buy a house. <laughs> well, that's no fun. No buffet Lame. or anything. Champagne? Come well, on, girl. I mean, come on. Once everyone's, like, vaccinated out here in these streets and, like, we're being safe of course i'm gonna give you like the bougie treatment like if it were my open house like the budget's gonna be hit like it's gonna be there but it was just fun to kind of connect with the new agent um i actually like missed the email because my boss sent (laughs) the um open house listing offering i should say to my personal email which i totally stopped checking (laughs) For this week, anyway, it was all wow. it was all about work this week. Like my personal email, I check, but I was not on it this week. So naturally, an offer comes through. 
But, um, you know, it was nice to go and hang out, meet somebody new in the same office and kind of get my feet wet. I've had my first vaccine. So once I get my second Pfizer dose, I'll be able to kind of get a little more comfortable and really get to know the properties of Indianapolis. So that was fun. Yes, girl. What about you, Stoney? Um, nothing like too major to report. I will say that I have really been enjoying our weather lately, and I've been on a ton of bike rides on the Monon Trail. So it's just nice to be back in normal weather again because I feel like <laughs> I get so depressed in the winter. <laughs> winter sucks, so, man. I don't know. I'm just happy that it's not like cold and dark anymore. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Good for <laughs> yeah. you. Skinny legend. Wow. Skinny legend. Yes. Stony Mattel. <laughs> <laughs> we love that for you, girl. I love it for me, too. It has been nice. Yes. My fat ass got up the bridge without stopping. Like, I'm so happy about that. Like, I was so pumped. Oh yeah, that bridge, I'm getting used to it, but at first I was like, fuck this bridge. Oh, my God. Like, I was so winded. <laughs> so, this whole time, listeners, um, short story that we've lived in this house. We moved in October 2019. They've been doing some updates over a street, a main street in Indianapolis. So the bridge is finally opened. And we used to just kind of walk down to the construction and turn around and come home. Well, now we can just cross the bridge. That hill, it's like a slow killer. And I did not stop. And I'm so proud about it. Yeah, because the bridge goes over like a highway. So like the bridge is for like all the runners and the walkers and the highway is the word highway. Yeah, So the bridge is going over the highway. So there's kind of a huge steep and it's like, I don't know. It's gradual. Like it's soft, but it's like, oh my God, is the end coming or not? Yeah, you're just like, (laughs) I don't know. Crank up the music when you're trying to go up that. Listen to some (laughs) raging music for sure. (laughs) <laughs> yes, girl. Get your Britney Spears playing. Ooh, Toxic will do it. <laughs> Maybe some of your Brendan Yuri, you know. Beyonce homecoming intro. You can panic on the bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> panic on the bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, girl. Well, not too much is going on over here. So why don't we go ahead and get into the show? Honest <laughs> Well, hello, and thanks for coming. This is our Honesty Spill of the Week, where we discuss everything that happened in this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's Drag Race. Check Raven's makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I don't want to. I don't like this episode. (laughs) JK listeners. (laughs) Kind of. Yes. RuPaul's Drag Race. Nobody gets sent home. Oh God! I know this is like this is like the sixth or seventh episode where nobody goes home. By the way, I'm so tired. I'm like weary, y'all. I had no idea this day would come. Like I feel like I am in a desert and I have no more water, and the end is near. Yes, girl. I I don't know. I I hope I make it to the end of season thirteen. <laughs> like, damn. Would anyone I like know. to edit the episode? We might die at the mics. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It's. I mean, back in my day, (laughs) the seasons were not five months long. (laughs) Too real. Too real. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Too funny. Yes, we are in the top four at the top of the show. Olivia Lux has sashayed away. Oh, Olivia. I hate to see you go, but I'm not going to say we are flatlining, but I mean, she wasn't able to kind of give the judges what they were looking for at this time so i think it was her time to go unfortunately yes she lost her steam 
There you go. Yeah, she had definitely dipped, you know, out of she was doing pretty like consistent and then she kind of dipped at towards the end. Mm-hmm. And that's not the part of the competition you want to dip. Right. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, and given how long the season has been, like those early wins really are kind of heavier to carry. Yeah. Yeah, big time girl. So it's the top four ladies and it's the race to the grand finale. Uh, The girls the next day in the workroom are talking about what they would do with their uh, money if they were to win the $100,000. And Candy Muse says that she wants to buy a boat with the money that she wins. (laughs) I just want to know, okay, listeners, I know we talk a lot of shit on the show, but I would want to go to the Candy Muse party. I want to know where the boat's going to be parked because there's going to be mess and there's going to be legs. Can we insert on the podcast the on a boat song at this (laughs) point? time <laughs> oh well, I, I thought i thought the theme for candy's boat would be um playing the titanic theme song oh shit <laughs> let me go get my recorder <laughs> don't let go candy i'll never, I'll never let, let go, go. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're best friends <laughs> Candy gets pushed off the door. Bye, bitch. Rolled off of the whole side of the dresser that was available. (laughs) Bitch, she died. Rose was such a bitch for that. She was. I was like, oh, cameras are off. Come on, sis. You let your man freeze. Yeah. What a hoe. But I mean, a boat. Like, I don't need to be anywhere near water. I know I'm a water sign. Don't put me near fucking water. I don't like being wet unless I want to be wet. So showers. Yeah, same. Yeah. It's just like... I don't know. Let's buy a boat and then we can't like afford to like do anything with it. (laughs) Shade. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So for this week's maxi challenge, that's right. No mini challenge this week either. This week, maxi challenge, the girls will be writing their own verse to RuPaul's new song, Lucky, and perform it. Then they will sit with RuPaul and Michelle to enjoy a Tic Tac buffet. Ooh, a Tic Tac buffet. I'm so hungry. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Mm, I hope they're orange, though. Orange were definitely my favorite. Same, same. I love orange. Orange is the best. Yes, girl. But um, but yeah, so after this, the girls, they kind of uh, break off, start writing their lyrics. And then after... Oh, go ahead. Hold on. Did we did we want to say anything about the Tic Tac lunch? Oh yeah. So yeah. Then yeah, we do have the Tic Tac lunch now after after they write their lyrics. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll edit that out. I got mixed up. That's my fault. No worries. It's fine. You can leave it in so everyone knows what a dumb hoe you are. It's fine. <laughs> <sighs> I guess I have to now. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you, Jamal. No shame I'm here. I'm obsessed with Jamal. <laughs> He's really a dumb hoe. It's okay. Don't tell him. <laughs> all right so <laughs> there's so much drag race i'm turned around sorry <laughs> so um yeah i don't know if i need to talk about each specific like conversation but i will recap rupaul's reaction to them and it was we'll enter a rupaul soundbite here yeah just a lot of laughing so <laughs> that's what i took away from the tic tac lunch yeah, it's always nice to learn more about the queens. Like, of course, we got to hear more from Candy, which I actually appreciated. I know I we've given Candy shit, but 
I like to kind of see like behind the artist. It's always interesting to me. And she's there for a reason. Shout out to the Queer Creative Podcast. I got to talk to them a couple of weekends ago. And, you know, um, Jonah actually really likes Candy Muse because they say that they have one of those personalities you can't buy. And I don't disagree with that. You know, I've been hung up on the report card. I'm just accepting that Candy is here and seeing what RuPaul is going to give us. Yeah, I did enjoy all, a lot of the conversations. Um, I really enjoyed Got Mixed Conversation. Yes. And, um, and Simone's was really interesting as well. Yeah, I liked I liked all of them, really. I thought, for me, Got Mick was... Like, Got Mick's story to me is just really, like, interesting. And I think it provides so much, like, to the like our community. So, uh, for me, that was, like, the highlight. But I thought everybody had, like, interesting stories to tell. I like seeing behind the curtain with Simone because Simone is so fierce on the runway and I don't know. There's something cute about it. Just watching Simone sit there in the chair and be like squirrely and kind of shy, squirrely and shy, like very like fidgety. Like, I don't know what they're going to ask me, you know, kind of still afraid to be the Simone and to kind of see them break through that and accept that, yeah, I'm here for a reason. I, I really enjoyed that moment because we know that Simone has a history with her family and just kind of keeping things to themselves for the betterment of others. And now Simone can just fully be Reggie and Simone. Yes, come through Reggie. Yep. And of course, Rosé's story was cute too. But I mean, we know that Rosé has been a show tune girl since she came out the womb. Yes, girl. <laughs> Yes. Um, so then the girls go in to learn their choreography with Jamal Sims. Uh, they don't really show anybody struggling. So it's more just about like Jamal being like, yes, pat your pussy. <laughs> there wasn't much to this like scene. I was like, this is this definitely could have qualified or does qualify as like B-roll. This is like filler content. Like we didn't need this. We could have had more like um, <laughs> shout out to Jade and XD. So Jade and Chris Rogers, um, their boo, they call like the mirror scenes, the trauma mirror. <laughs> like yeah. we, we could have used like 10 more minutes of trauma mirror or something. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, oh, sorry. Sorry. I was just gonna say that I thought a, a lot of this episode was like B-roll. That's because the season's been so fucking long. Yeah. I was just going to say that's like the tagline for season 13. We didn't need any of this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes girl i mean i mean it was i don't know it was nice like i i definitely got bored watching the episode the second time but (laughs) yeah totally i don't know i mean it's just like it is what it is it's like you know they're in the top four it's like you know no one's going home it's just like we're kind of just biding our time until you know the finale basically yeah this is not any of the queen's fault they're just contestants on a show where you know their name is not in the marquee this is rupaul's show so i'm happy to see the queens it's been a very long season i'm just trying to like find the light in it yes girl so it's the next day in the workroom and it's elimination day the girls are kicking about the season um you know the the last year of their life (laughs) (laughs) the jokes just keep rolling (laughs) (laughs) and with that i guess a pretty non-exciting first half to the show 
Um, <laughs> let's go ahead uh, and talk about Lucky. <laughs> Let's what did do you, it. First of all, what did we think about this song compared to the others? And then I want to know your favorite RuPaul track that you've seen on the show. <laughs> Whoa, girl. This is a Drag Race well, podcast, This Stoney. is a loaded question. Pop quiz. Well, I guess I'll... I didn't know we were going to be doing this. Yeah, I guess I'll start, so... <laughs> yes, Stoney, give it to us. Um, The best song that was on, like, U.S. Drag Race would be for me it would probably be like kitty girl or like read you wrote you yeah um i feel like both of them are really good in their own way like i thought the kitty girl song is just good and the video was good read you wrote you just had some amazing lyrics because of the queens and um yeah so those are my two favorite and lucky i don't know it seems all right i guess i yeah. mean yeah like I, it was like catchy, but I mean, all these songs get stuck in your head. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. To me, like Lucky, it sounded like really similar to Lady Gaga's song off her Joanne album Ao. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, it sounds like Ao with like maybe a dash of like Amy Winehouse thrown in oh, there. Oh fuck! So I definitely got Lady Gaga vibes, Ao specifically. So we're on the same wave. Okay, that's where I heard this song. Like. Because I was like, <laughs> oh, that's where I heard this before. Yeah, because I was like, it sounds like I've heard this before, but I was like, I guess this is a new song. We're on the same wave because I all yeah. like have the habit. If Stoney's like, if it's sports season, I have the habit of just having like an earbud living in one of my ears, um, the one Stoney can't see, and so I'll just like put on music. I've been listening to a lot of Lady Gaga while the final four has finished up. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's already over, by the way. Final four who? I had no idea. Um, <laughs> who, who are the final four? What's her name? I didn't go to school with her. Um, <laughs> oh. But Lucky was just like, all right. All right. If I'm thinking like performance. It was speci- fun. Yeah, performance-wise, it was fun. Performance-wise, it was cute. But like if I'm thinking like Stoney said, Read You Wrote You, that sticks out because like Kitty Girl, Read You Wrote You, those performances live in my mind. But for whatever yeah. fucking reason, maybe I just need a boost in my daily life. You're a champion. Just like pops up in my oh. head. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like the finale songs, you know. Yeah. I personally think that I like uh, Super Queen better than Lucky. Super Queen. She's a super, super queen. queen. She's super a queen. super Shout queen. Shout out to Monet. We are sibling rivalry patrons. Yes, bitch. Hi, ladies. Hope, Come on our show. Hope you're listening. Drag us, Bob. Probably not. Listening's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get trade, Monet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, I, I don't know. To me, um, I guess I would say the order of the contestants' lyrics that I enjoyed would be I would say first, Rose. Second, Got Mick. Third, Simone. Fourth, Candy Muse. I like that order. I guess, like, lyrically. I haven't really thought about it, but that sounds accurate. I like, I always look at like the performance. Yeah. Yeah. Because to me, um, well, to me, Simone and Candy's verses seemed short and almost like they were gone, they were gone before it started, sort of thing. Very quick. So to me, that means like either their, their little 
parts were cut down or something. But to me, uh, they were definitely giving more of like a show for Rosé and for Got Make. Yeah. And the reason why I say that I like Rosé better is because I think she did a great job of performing and you could actually like understand her lyrics a little bit better. Like when Got Mick started her verse, I had a hard time understanding like the first couple lines. Yeah. But then after that, then I could understand what she was saying and, and I thought she did a great job. I love the technicality about Rosé because just having played, I played trumpet from like age 13 through college and other instruments. So just that performer inside of any of us is just like, it needs to be perfect when moments are moments, they are moments. So I was just living for Rosé because it was like, yes, bitch, you did that. You had the hardest choreo, you served clear lyrics and I could see that you're lip syncing in your performance. So yeah, I just love that for Rose. I was like, you know, for Stephanie's child, shout out to Jan and Laguna blue. Like that's a great moment for all of them really. And candy was wearing my color. Y'all I need to give her some props. <laughs> Yellow is my color. Yeah, Rose got to save the last dance. Uh, dance <laughs> rain. She got to say the last dance choreo. She yes. really did. She was the what's her name? The girl in that movie. Julia Styles. Yeah, she was the Julia Styles. I can dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Candy's was cute. Uh, Simone's is very fast, but I definitely enjoyed Got Mick and Rose more. Yeah. You know, and I will say for Candy that I do think she did a good job. It just wasn't as good as the other ones. Like I and I and I do want to give her props because I was able to understand what she was saying <laughs> and I think that she, and I think she did her choreography well too, which has been an issue for her in the past. Yeah, and that's no shade listeners. Like we need to think about the performance industry. No matter who you are, where you come from, they will get on your case about enunciation. Um, some better than others shout out to top model and problematic past seasons but <laughs> she she did that like you know we're, this is the top four and she definitely served i agree yes girl and with simone i feel like i was getting a lot of the same dance moves that i saw in the social media rusical i don't know if anybody else saw that yeah, yeah. i actually was thinking that too with simone's like i enjoyed hers but i feel like she kind of like does the same thing every single time um, so that would be my only mark against her, really. So she's like playing it safe, you would say. Yeah, it's kind of like the Livia Lux thing where it's like we're doing the same thing again. Mm, she didn't take it far enough. No, I don't think so. And, and her her lyrics weren't anything like too great. And Candy's lyrics weren't anything too great. So um, it was just, I don't know. It's just like, we're in the top four, crown me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. Like, to Hollywood. Rosé is like just, I mean, this is what Rosé does and she's good at it. So it's like, it's hard to compare like others yeah. to her. So <laughs> yeah. And, and, and we know Simone's not a singer and we know that Candy's not a singer. So yeah, I, I mean, this is not their strong suit. <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite look, they were all wearing similar things. Yellow is my favorite color, but Got Mix was the fiercest look for me. I'm a sucker for a royal purple. And I love the signature um, Got Mick makeup in this um, yeah. performance. I think Simone could have maybe had a little bit more makeup on. Just to maybe a little bit more highlight, maybe some gold touches, especially with that orange yeah. against that chocolate skin. Yeah, I don't know. So gorgeous. I but love orange. Good. I don't know. Yeah, I love yeah. orange on like that skin tone. So pretty. Yes, girl. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a quick little break here and then we'll come back and get into the runway. BRB. 
Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at Gottmik's look on Stoney's phone, and I'm like already snatched at the fucking windpipe. <laughs> oh my god, isn't she gorge? So, so gorge. gorge. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right, you all, we are back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of the runway, of course, this week. Category is Drag Excellence. That's going to come in handy when we talk about the looks. (laughs) (laughs) Shade rattle. (laughs) Let's go ahead and start with Got Mick. Oh my gosh, y'all. Cruella DeVille, eat your heart out. Like, she wants this look so badly. Like, she wants to scalp Got Mick and skin her so badly. Polka dot chic poodle realness. This wig is everything. I love the look. I love the mix of the cutouts. So you see the um, natural skin with the polka dots and the white. What a moment on this runway. I haven't seen anything like this. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. I thought I really like when they go into their final runway and like do something like kind of to like bring their whole uh, drag race experience together kind of. And like, I felt like she did that with kind of the holes in the makeup kind of like yes. revealing her true self. Yes. Um, so I thought that was just really cool. And I, I don't know. I think we saw that on Holland. Maybe I forget who it was that did something really cool on the final runway. It wasn't like this, but it was kind of like tying it all in together. Oh, was it Miss Abby? Oh my God. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second. I had to think like which one was Damn. Abby again. Um, but no, it was not Abby because Abby was there. Not so, oh my God, on the runway. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Abby BRB. <laughs> 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 Abby L M A O Miss Abby BBQ <laughs> Oh no Oh my Abby, gosh ha-ha. Yes girl But no yeah I do like Got Mixed because also too like you know she's showing her skin and that she is not you know she's not embarrassed or she's proud of who she is you know and i think the part that's interesting it's all black and white except for like the one eye that's like showing her natural skin because then it's like the lgbtq makeup so it's like really showing her pride in who she is and you know for being this really great icon for trans men everywhere yeah i like that reveal kind of like how stoney mentioned too it's just showing you like their true self it's it's everything what a statement and so done in such a subtle way like i'm so about that it says everything it needs to if you're paying attention you'll catch it yes girl next up for drag excellence we have team (laughs) candy muse (laughs) is there anybody on that team i don't know you shady bitch there's a lot of people on that team actually um 
Nobody on our Twitter. <laughs> Nobody on our Twitter. I okay. So Candy explains herself. You know, she's not giving us a gown. She's giving you cute and chic, but a hoe. I I thought it was very like the Jetsons meets mod. You know, this is a moment for her. I like her makeup and her hair. For me, in my opinion, and the kind of drag race history, it's not like a finale look for me. It looked good on her. It looked cute. It looked chic. It looked sexy. And she's serving you Candy Muse. But, I mean, this is the finale. Now is the time, especially after the season we've had, um, to show us what you've got. Like, bring all the glitter. Bring all the bows. Bring everything. I need to see it. Because... It's the finale. Need I say more? Yeah, I I kind of, like, I didn't hate the look. It was more just, like, it felt like it was a different category almost. Yes. Like, like, I thought what she was wearing was nice. It was almost like a, like a 60s, like, mod look or something. But, yeah, I mean, I thought she looked good. It just It's just weird with her because I feel like the last, like, four weeks, her runways have been, like complete like trash (laughs) but like but i'm not i'm not like dragging her i'm just saying like it's weird because the first like part of the show like i felt like she had like decent looks yeah and then like it just kind of like derailed at the end so it makes me think like did something happen like or maybe she wasn't fully prepared or something this is what that feels like so what i'm getting from that is this feels like a rebound like based on everything else like this look it's like okay it's good but it's really like saving us from like the other shit we've seen. And this is a top four at this rate. We know there's going to be a top four in the finale. You're not fooling anybody, RuPaul or Michelle right. or any of the other hoes. <laughs> like we fucking know it's we know only it's a top four girl. You're not fooling nobody. Right. It's only about to be the end of April and we're still talking about the same goddamn season. So don't act <laughs> like you're fooling anybody, but this is not a finale look like, you know, I want to go up, I always go for my black and brown girls, but we need to bring it at the same time. And she brought candy. I'm not saying she didn't bring it, but as a viewer, I guess you expect kind of more bells and whistles and we've seen it. So it's season 13. What are we doing? Yeah, this is like, um, this is like an episode four safe. It's easy to rest on. Oh, I'm giving you me. Well, we're all giving us us, but you know, that word Michelle used, elevation yeah like where's where's that well i don't think that does not seem to be her style and that's not a read but just based on what i'm hearing from candy she's not like known for her looks yeah i'm like well what are you known for well candy's telling us though (laughs) you're absolutely right she's like i'm not gonna give you like gowns and that's not what drag is all about but we've seen all kinds of like crazy looks in the finales especially now present day that um surpass the gowns but i also don't want to hear her say well that's not really me when like every season michelle and rue like constantly try to change people's personalities Uh into something different and now with candy it's like well she's just not a dressed type of girl i know like like, i want to go on drag race and be like my brand is looking horrible so you can't read me for any of my looks so (laughs) rupaul says i'm special so it's fine so basically what i'm saying is justice for dusty ray bottoms yes bitch yes (laughs) but you know she looks she looks nice i mean serena cha-cha could like out design candy 
<laughs> Jamal's silent. I did it, you oh. guys. I've silenced Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't speak. <laughs> yes, girl. All right, well, let's just keep this moving. We have Jose. I love this moment. I'm all about people kind of owning where they're from and just their heritage. And if you're going to serve it in a look like this, like Rose, hi, hello. Like, this was so fun for me. Like, I like to see a queen own that. It's like, this is who I am. You know me as the performer, show tune, camp queen. But, you know, I can hit the, the eight counts. But here's this gorgeous gown representing exactly where I come from and who my people are. I respected this look. Yeah, I thought it was a good look. It was really pretty. I thought her hair was really nice. I mean, I don't think we've seen like this color hair on her or or that big of hair before. So I don't know. I thought it was really nice. This and, is a lush ginger for Rosé. Yeah. So I don't know. I liked it. It was something different. It, it related to her and who she is. So I thought it was perfect. Yeah, I did like the stress. I, but you know, I what... I can't not think of this is her outline. This is like basically the same dress that Tamisha Amon wore in the sheer challenge that she made. Oh, with the bow. Yeah. With the giant bow. It's like this, there's the giant bow. It's the cinch waist. So I'm like, this looks just like Tamisha's dress girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well maybe it's a case of the wigs. Yeah. I mean, it's different fabric of course. So it's like, you know, not copy copycat. This is no sister sister situation, but, um, or Olivia and candy with the bobolettes and the ponytails. Yeah. It's not like that, but I'm like, I've seen the silhouette before and I've seen this giant bow and I'm just like, I don't know. But yeah, no, I, I, I do think that Rose looked good. So like, this is not a read against Rose. I'm just like, I just keep seeing Tamisha's dress. <laughs> I can see it now that you've said that. But this face beat, she's serving you like I'm the Yonsei of Stephanie's child for sure. Yes, bitch. All right. Finally, we have Simone. What do we think of this look? Less is more. And that is the case here. There's so much fabric, but the detail is so like... It's very chic and plain, not plain in the bad way. It's just like, you don't need very much. There's very, the jewelry's smart. Like it's in your hair. You don't need a necklace. I probably even would have gone with like a smaller earring, but you need some kind of volume there to balance the sleeves. So I thought this was really good from Simone. It was kind of hard with the color. Of course, the lights are purple. So it kind of like throws off the color, but here in the still image, it's just gorgeous. Yeah, I thought like this is like to me this is like kind of another really good finale dress example because it's like it's the finale eleganza and and that's what she's wearing but she put like some of her own like Simone like abstractness in it. So mm-hmm. she's got like the oversized sleeves and it's kind of just like this big parachute. So I thought this is perfect. It's, you know, it's um it's glamorous and it's also got like a lot of her artistic side to her that we've seen this season. It's so timeless. And when, if you even notice listeners looking at this dress could be from any era, really. If you um, look at Simone standing on stage during drag race, when she brings her hands together, the way the sleeves are designed and to kind of fit in front of the dress, it still gives you like a full, ball gown kind of silhouette and it's just stunning that this dress 
no matter how Simone moves, you get like five different dresses in this look. <laughs> yes, girl. I, I like that's I was going to say that I really liked the way the structure of her dress is, because like you said, uh, when she has her arms at her side, then it just does become a big flowy dress. But then she can put her arms out to the side and then you can mm-hmm. see her shape, her figure. Yes. Which the judges love. <laughs> So <laughs> yes, it's it's just so well done. Like this, this is elevation. And she's still paying like tribute to being the ebony enchantress with her cornrows and um um with the the bling in there, you know, because yeah, the jewelry in her parts. Because you know, normally I feel like you'd wear sparkles, like you'd wear a necklace, you'd wear, right. you know, maybe she would put um maybe she would like uh put jewels on her dress or something like that. But for mm-hmm. Simone, she wants the attention to be on her hair because that's like yep. her nod to her culture. And she's so proud of that. And so I that's think that right. was really interesting. If you just take a, a still of basically Simone's headshot, no garment, just from the shoulders up. This is an image of an African queen somewhere on the globe. Like she's we don't know where she is, but this is an African queen. And she's got um, way more diamonds in her hair than you can dare to dream of <laughs> i feel like i feel like this is something like eve would wear like oh hell would, yeah and the hairstyle like i could, I could she looks it. a lot like her yeah oh yeah totally all right you all so that's the runway the um then of course you know they asked to give a message to their younger selves and they all get pretty emotional especially simone I I just like kind of watching this journey with Simone because it's a lot to kind of find your voice and like figure out like, yeah, I can say something about this or it's okay for me to feel this way about myself. And just to kind of see them overcome that on the show. It's huge for so many viewers, especially young viewers. I wish that I could watch something like this when I was confused as fuck and 13, you know, I, lo- I loved it. I always love these moments, but I particularly connected with Simone. Yeah, I, I also like Simone. I mean, her story is also good. I mean, growing up in Arkansas has to like suck when you're like a gay person, right? So <laughs> A gay black person. Yeah, so it's like even worse. So like, I just, I don't know. I thought hers was really good. Um, I don't know if we already talked about the part where Gottmik and... Rue were kind of like exchanging words and like Rue was like getting super emotional. Yeah. yeah. She got, she would get super emotional and and then be totally fine. Like a couple seconds later. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, I was like confused though, because I was like, I don't know. Like, have I seen Rue actually like RuPaul's done this? Think about Roxy when she's talking about our chosen family. RuPaul does this thing where if this is just marketing and PR training, like you'll start to get kind of choked up, but then you reel it back in so you can answer the question. I guess I've been like bamboozled. Well, she (laughs) wants to make sure she wins the Emmy. It's authentic. I guess that is how she wins Emmys. Like when she hugged Plastic Tierra. I'm your mother now. This is like a trainable thing. I teach (laughs) people how to do this. But that one, like, that's what I was going to say, though, was like when she hugged Plastique, it was like, I mean, could this be any more awkward? And then this one was forced. Right. Where I felt like this wasn't forced. I felt like Rue actually meant what she was saying. I I was like shocked by that. She had like an emotional like response to got mixed story. To me, it felt forced. (laughs) But that, you know. Maybe I'm just too skeptical of it or whatever because of RuPaul. But um, 
to me it did feel forced. I mean, we've been forced. watching RuPaul for a long time. I don't think it felt forced, but yeah. I can see how the trolls will want to make it seem forced. Well, I guess I'm the troll daddy, so... Um. <laughs> Um, can we say <laughs> fracking, not RuPaul's property technically? So let's just read the receipts, honey. I mean, Ru was talking to us during this episode. Ru said, don't read the comments. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about, which is like <laughs> us. So yeah. I would call it like it is. You know, I, I could see how it looks that way. But also we need to give people a chance to be human. Otherwise, why the fuck are we watching? Yes, girl. We'll sound off on our Instagram and Twitter at TFC Pod. And you can let us know what you think. <laughs> Bring the Vaseline. <laughs> all right, you all. So then after this, uh, the girls, they have to lip sync for their lives. You know, one more chance to show RuPaul what they're made of. They are going to be lip syncing to the Whitney Houston Mega Mix. And <laughs> they're like, this is some big <laughs> twist. They're going to have to do it alone <laughs> i've never been so fucking happy for a montage like okay just <laughs> i know right can we I just like, tell everyone that they're safe and i cannot watch untucked and then i can go to bed i was like thank god we're doing a montage so i don't have to watch like four individual lip syncs <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know why they did this over having like them all together <laughs> Right? I would love to see the queens perform, but y'all have drug us through the fucking quicksand with this season. Like, I'm so done. Just, like, show me a picture of her crown with a name printed on it, bitch. I don't even need a finale. Just tell me who won so I can go take a nap before you start your next goddamn season. Just do an Insta post, girl. (laughs) Just post the picture. We're we're very excited to be podcasting about Drag Race here. (laughs) Ask PR for the assets. And just post them. (laughs) I mean, come on. It's all about the delivery. I see it coming. Just give it to us already. Yes, girl. It's like, and in the surprise twist, they're going to lip sync. It's like, no, girl. Yeah. (laughs) Make them do doubles again. I see what you're saying. Like, that's the problem. Like, season 13 has, like, turned into, like, The Bachelor. Like, if you've ever watched The Bachelor or Bachelorette, like, they recap like recaps of things so it's just like constant recapping of everything that's already happened and then they recap that again yeah and then they make the show like two hours long and like super long and it's just like, yeah I, I can't watch the show because it's just a bunch of recapping ah, of stuff that's already happened the well, accuracy i can't handle it that's like what happened is spe- in, in, in untucked especially this week <laughs> i'm like this is boring yeah so i don't know i feel like they just need to like I don't know. I feel like Rue's just like, let's keep making seasons. And like, I want RuPaul. RuPaul, if you're listening, I know you need a vacation. Take a vacation, please, for us. Yes, girl. Yes, honey. We'll even house it for you. It's fine. (laughs) Love to. I will clean whatever. Not your your bathroom, though. Yeah, and I won't go in your underwear drawer. Promise. Don't need to do that. Got my own. Yes, girl. All right, so then uh, in a surprise twist of fate, there's going to be a top four. No one's eliminated. (laughs) Go fuck yourselves. (laughs) Let me just say the shade on this podcast is unmatched. Yes, girl. (laughs) Dialed to 10 every time. (laughs) 
Ah. Uh, oh my gosh, you all I can't. I mean, fucking duh. We've only been like living through the pandemic for this top four right here. Well, and they've always they've only had a top four for like the last like how many seasons? Right. We saw it coming. Oh, the suspense. Maybe it's new viewers. Let me not be petty too too much. It's too late, but sorry, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't know. I'm glad though that they're doing the finale like live. So that's going to be cool. That is nice. You know, in the COVID times, it is nice to be able to kind of get back to an in-person finale. That is progress. Yes, girl. Yeah, it was really, um, it's really cool. I wonder if they'll, I guess they probably, maybe they did the reunion and the finale in the same day or maybe a couple days so they could quarantine or something so i'm really looking forward to the the reunion especially sounds like tamisha may have some things to say i don't know we'll see yes i hope she drags everyone (laughs) i'm excited to i'm excited to kind of see like um i'm really curious to see like how candy is handling the season and the fandom i know we've had like our critiques but other people have been outright messy and other people are like stands. So I'm just kind of curious to hear from like all of the fans of candy because editing, we know like the queen said what they said, but editing has a lot to do with kind of how the show plays out, not necessarily yeah. manipulating words, but the storyline. So I'm also very curious to um, hear from fucking Elliot who thinks that (laughs) everyone's just against her. Like, I hope this bitch isn't wearing a fucking gaucho sleeve again because I'll just turn the channel. I don't need to see that. She's like, oh my God, (laughs) you love this white gown? It comes with a cute hood. You want to see me put it up? (laughs) What I'm not here for is fucking Linda Karen telling me about how she's not racist and here's why. While you're wearing a fucking offensive fashionably offensive outfit i'm just no i don't need to see that sis bye bye Elliot. i do want to come to las vegas not for you though yeah for for Derek barry <laughs> <laughs> whatever i'm going to see naomi smalls in the show oh yeah for rupaul's drag race live yeah i got the vip yeah, ticks whenever that's coming back yes girl <laughs> not vanjie she's a super spreader i hear <laughs> Yeah. Can you tell me what side of the stage Vanjie performs on? That's going to depend what seats I buy. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to all the queens in Vegas. Yes. Shout out to the Cancun queens, the super spreader queens. Oh, okay. I I was having a moment. I'm being messy. (laughs) Yeah. No. Now I know who the Cancun queens are. So, yeah. Like, have fun spreading COVID. Yeah. (laughs) hey it wouldn't be it wouldn't be tfc if there wasn't a bit of mess and a bit of shade a lot of shade Uh, always all the shade (laughs) (laughs) all right stoney do you want to tell us how this fantasy league is looking girl yeah so this episode nothing happened so (laughs) no points were awarded nobody won nobody was eliminated <laughs> no mini challenge no bottom lip sync performers oh wait so when i copy and paste the scores this week when i'm updating it for our listeners i get to paste twice and be fucking done well so yes. the only difference is is seth has two members so he gets 10 points i have one member i get one or i get five points and then you get five points okay because seth has um I don't know. He has two queens. I, I have got are. Mick and Rose. Yeah. 
Stoney's like Seth has Queen A and Queen C. I don't know their names anymore. <laughs> I have it's like the two best queens. So, um, so I'm still in last place because nothing happened this week. So <laughs> I in last place with 250 points. Seth is in second place with 355 points. And then Jamal is in first place with 375 points. Could I like still win if one of my queens wins the season? Well, you're only 20 points behind Jamal. So really, I feel like any two of you can win. Who do you? So Jamal has Simone. So if Jamal or if Simone were to win, I think Jamal probably wins the season. Uh Oh, gosh. You've got two queens, though. But if Gottmik or Rosé win, then you win the season. And then if Candy wins, I don't win the season still. <laughs> um, <laughs> what does that say about this season? Uh, We're oracles, you know. I picked um, half of the top four, I'm just saying. Yes, yeah. And also, I really feel like um, Gottmik might take the crown. Yeah, I think, to me, really, I think Gottmik and... Um, rosé are in the top because they haven't had to lip sync and simone has had to lip sync twice i think oh i didn't think about that yeah you're right you're right like candy has had to lip sync three times and she was eliminated once so i mean yeah candy was sent home (laughs) there's no fucking way she's winning like if if fucking candy wins i'm calling violet tchotchke violet tchotchke is great now i don't think she was anything spectacular in season seven seven maybe that's just me but now that you say that, like Rose has not had to lip sync for her life yeah. at all. And she has three wins, which is only one and less three than wins. Simone. Yep, yep. So Ooh. it could be Rose. Um I think Rose has maybe a stronger track record than Gottmik. So I don't I don't know. It's gonna be a tough one. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be pretty close. I do think the the top four turned out pretty good. As much as like a shit show season thirteen was, like I feel like three of the top four definitely like deserve like the crown i would be disappointed honestly if candy won i'm not gonna riot if she wins like it's fine it's drag race <laughs> no yeah. one's doing that we don't um, have the energy don't do that I, listeners. Uh, I don't know i don't think candy deserves to win to be honest that's just I my opinion don't either i would love to swap candy out for like tamisha well strictly based on the report card like you know biases aside candy doesn't deserve the crown and we can all eat it like it's it is what it is I mean, she still made top four, like, I mean... By the grace of Rue. Yeah. I don't know, girl. We'll see. I hope to win. If I can pull off this win, you all, I'm going to be very impressed, but stay tuned. (laughs) The beautiful thing about Drag Race, though, is that the entire cast, especially hopefully in a post and safe, even with vaccines, listeners, we need to be wearing our mask. In a post-COVID world, we will get to see these queens on tour and everybody will be thriving. Yes, girl. Um, all right. Well, that was another fun week. Thanks for coming. Um, just wanted to go ahead and make sure you all knew that if you're still looking for, you know, manscaping, uh, some some uh, genital area scaping, then we still have our offer code TFCPod at manscaped.com. You know, it's almost summer, top boy summer, hot girl Ooh. summer, hot day summer. So... <laughs> Yes, girl. Hot day summer. And this uh, lawnmower 3.0 will definitely help to keep your, you know, hedges trimmed for whatever 
bathing suit that you plan on wearing. So if you're a white white gay speedo kind of fella, this is good for you. Uh, it's still good to look, you know, have it nice and trimmed under your board shorts. You know, who knows if you'll be going back to someone's condo. So, oh, condos. Yes, girl. And this will just keep your bikini line looking great for all the women out there. So offer code TFC pod for free shipping 20% off your order at manscaped.com. Go check it out, y'all. We'll be back next week with, um, I think it's the reunion. Yes. It's the reunion. Next reunion. week. So we'll be back next week. But until then, bye. Bye.